Hello beloved, it's Richard here. Today I want us to learn something about Easter. What is even Easter? Since we are in Easter, Easter we will say it's about encounter, you know, a time when we experience the hope and love of our Savior who sacrificed his love for us. Despite our deepest struggles, betrayal and failures, Easter is also a time to share the good news of the empty tomb and the grace only found in our risen Savior Jesus Christ. Now, out of what I've just said, I want us to learn something about betrayal so we will be able to get clear understanding concerning Easter because that is the basic of Easter. The man was betrayed, obviously. Betrayal is one of the most challenging circumstances to handle in our relationships. Being betrayed is often considered as the unkindest cut of all wounds. Betrayal by definition comes at the hand of someone considered to be a friend or loved one. At the very least, it will come from someone you trust, obviously. If a sworn enemy lies or embraces us, it may be painful, but we are not surprised. If an acquaintance does something similar, it might sting a little longer. But if a friend or loved one does the exact same thing, it hurts much more deeply. The closer the relationship, the deeper the pain of betrayal, and the more difficult it is for us to recover from the damage. As Jesus approached the time of his crucifixion, he experienced the emotional brutality of betrayal before the physical brutality of his torturous death. The scriptures tell us that Jesus knew he was about to be betrayed into the hands of sinners and who it was that was going to betray him. The betrayer was, of course, Judas Iscariot, obviously, one of Jesus' inner circle of his 12 disciples. There is much we can learn from Jesus in how to respond to a betrayer by a friend or loved one. First, Jesus did not let the act of betrayal cause him to lash out at his friend who betrayed him. Even as Judas used keys, usually a sign of friendship and affection, as the signal of betrayal, Jesus called Judas friend. Jesus did not let the actions of another cause him to act in anger or hatred, even when he betrayed him with a kiss. Secondly, Jesus did not let others get caught up in the situation and become collateral damage. When we are betrayed, it is natural for us to want to marshal forces on our behalf and get them involved in the ferry. This often makes others choose between you and the friend or loved one who has betrayed you. Damaging relationship, I mean. Peter threw his sword and cut off the ear of a servant. Jesus diffused the situation by making Peter put away his sword and healing the servant's ear. He likely saved Peter's life since there were many Roman soldiers present. Rather than encouraging people to choose sides, Jesus kept others from being caught up in the betrayal. Finally, Jesus chose to see the bigger picture. Jesus knew God could have kept 
this from happening or call down legions of angels to preempt the plot even at the moment jesus was willing to live in the radical trust of the plan of god like joseph in the old testament who said to his brothers you meant it for evil but god meant it for good jesus knew the unfolding of this event would fulfill the scriptures he was fully trusting in the big picture of god's plan demonstrating romans chapter 8 verse 28 and i read and we know that god causes all things to work together for good to those who love god to those who are called according to his purpose so you see choosing to follow jesus means we can also follow his example of responding to betrayal in a way that we will keep the poison of hatred and unforgiveness far from us and will open the door for god to work mighty in every area of our life for our own good and i believe you have learned something and you are going to follow suit and if you have experienced betrayal before by this you will learn how to forgive and let go and by so doing your life will never be the same thanks god bless you and bye